live from an attic somewhere in the north, this is The Late Show with Tom Stark. Good evening on this extremely hot summer's evening here in the attic. Uh, tonight we're going to be looking at uh, apps that are going to save your sanity when you actually enter the six-week summer holiday, if you have kids especially, but of course if you have students who are interested in a whole range of technology and you want to chuck an app that might be of interest to them their way, Live keep listening. from an attic somewhere in the north, this is The Late Show with Tom Starkey. Tune in live at ttradio.org or to join in the conversation, download the Podbean app and search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TT Radio. Tune in, talk it out with Teachers Talk Radio. Yeah, do all that. You know, <laughs> it's a lot of information in that introduction, isn't there? Anyway, basically, good evening. It is uh, Sunday evening. It is absolutely sweltering in the north here for um, uh, for once in a in a very blue moon. And tonight we're going to be looking at apps that will help you to get through the summer holidays, especially if you have kids. This one, this is a this is a parent parent centric episode. Um, uh, apologies for that, but you know, being a parent, um, you've got to speak to your people sometimes, haven't you? You've got to speak to those people who who know of the 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 wonders of parenthood and how fantastic and interesting and how every day is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, no, it's not. <laughs> so today, what we're going to be looking at is basically I've got a section in the show usually called Tom's Tech Tips. Basically, the whole show is a is Tom's tech tips. I've been looking on the internet uh, this last couple of days for apps, websites that would be interesting to give to kids uh, to keep them occupied for a short amount of time. I've limited. I'm, I'm not looking at games in as much as I'm not looking at specific gaming um, because um, you know they. You, do you want to sit your kid in front of a screen for hours on end, you know, in a virtual army murder simulator? Um, yes. Does it give you, how many hours does it give you? If it's like two, then yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> we might, um, I might, I might touch on screen time and giving children screen time at the end of the show. But uh, for now, let's concentrate on the technical side of things. So summer holidays are coming up. Uh, those of you working in independent schools, summer holidays may have already started, you lucky devils. Um, and uh, summer holidays can often mean days and weeks of having time to fill, uh, especially if you have little chiddlers running around doing little chiddler things like painting on stuff they're not supposed to and endlessly asking you for help with tasks they can do themselves. <laughs> I'm not painting a very good picture of uh, parenthood at the moment, fatherhood in particular. Um, I myself, here is a little bit of autobi autobiographical information, I myself have two wonderful uh, children. Uh, one of them I, I term, one of them is the boy and the other is Herc, formerly Baby Herc. The, those aren't his real names, but you know what? I don't really like giving all the information uh, about kids out on social media or on podcasts. It's nobody's business but their own, you know? Let them grow up a bit and then choose 
choose how and where they're going to embarrass themselves on social media. I don't really want to be left. I don't want that left up to me, you know, because it would just be all day, every day. It's like those people that, you know, post pictures of their kids in on hot days like this, pictures of their kids in the, in the paddling pool and, you know, butt naked and like 20 years time, girlfriends and boyfriends are going to see that that's going to be bought out, you know? So, <laughs> so what we're going to look at today is we're going to look at ways that you can give yourself an extra five minutes, 10 minutes during the day to, you know, get a coffee down here in a modicum of peace. I say coffee, uh, you know, it could be Sauvignon Blanc. It probably will be Sauvignon Blanc. Um, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning, nobody's judging nobody judging you at all um but we'll look at a wide range of technology a wide range of apps in no apparent order having a look at my playlist here um i just uh, this is the research that i did for this particular show i basically sat down on the internet for a few hours uh with uh, my kids by the side of me i found something that i thought interesting i said oi does that look interesting and they were like yeah or nah, and if they said yeah, it's in. You know, that's 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 the in-depth research process I go through for this particular podcast. You are lucky, you are lucky that we have such stringent rules as a <laughs> when it comes to what I can recommend on this particular site. So as the show goes on, we will be going through around about, and let me grab up my list here, around about 20 different apps of all different subjects. We've got a bit of music, we've got a bit of art, we've got a little bit of geography, we've got a little bit of history. I'm not saying that all of these are going to be like, a, you know, um, workbook sites or sites specifically designed for education. Um, they're not. They're basically just that I thought, hang on, that's interesting. The kids confirmed it to a certain extent, you know, kind of grunted a yay or an a. And then um, I, thought, I thought I'd share them with you. You might be able to use them. You might be able to use some of these in the classroom. Not necessarily all of them are going to work in the classroom, to be brutally honest. To be honest, not necessarily all of them are going to work at home either. So if this works, you know, you can, you can thank me for giving you a tiny bit of peace. If they don't work, don't be coming to me like, uh, didn't work. Uh, you know, I only asked me kids. That's it. It wasn't a very wide pool of... Uh, <laughs> Of, re of research participants it was just the boy and baby herc what are you going to do um so anyway um we'll get onto that list uh very shortly and like i say if we have time it's so hot and i'm stuck in the attic and uh you know times like this i'm not 100 percent sure if i'm in the right mindset to talk about serious subjects because i do believe that screen use is a serious issue i believe that it could lead to all sorts of um all sorts of things benefits disadvantages um but we're gonna we're gonna forego that argument just so that you know any parents out there or any teachers think to themselves oh god oh god can i just have a couple of minutes in peace you're in the ict room have a look at some of these websites that i mentioned um i'm gonna have um shall I, i'm not gonna do tom's tech tips jingle at the beginning of everything because um why would I why would I put you through that uh, this late stage in the weekend? So without very much ado, um, let's have a look at our first, uh, the first app that made it in. We'll have a little bit of audio effects today, I think. Um, we'll go that way rather than the Tom's Tech Tips. So the first app that made it in.
Excellent. That's a good one, that one. We'll keep that for later. Uh, the first app, if you have children or students who are interested in animation and looking for a very, very simple way to start looking at the basics behind animation, uh, a website called stickfiguremaster.com. Uh, Stickfiguremaster, uh, as is, there's no kind of um, there's no kind of strange spelling, stickfiguremaster.com. Um, it has a very, very simple stick figure animation tool within it. And it's just a really, really nice way of looking at some of the basics of animation. It's almost like an online Flickr book. You know, those ones where you and then you can, uh, then you can have a look and uh, have a, like a, a nice little animation of like two people kissing or, you know, um, uh, a building blowing up or, you know, whatever, whatever floats your boat. But yeah, um, there's plenty of options out there. Uh, but this is one, this one uh, kind of, it kind of stood out to me because it was just so simple. Uh, you have a stick figure, you have um, the joints can be manipulated and then you move the joints you do a series of pictures and then you have yourself a very quick easy animation definitely worth 10-15 minutes of a kid's time i reckon especially those that have mentioned or have any interest when in regards to animation have any interest in regards to how uh, characters um, online whether it be in video games or any other kind of media how those are moved and some of the tricks that film uh, film and game design use to make characters move free to use you can just have a crack at it so if you've got students children who are a little bit arty want to have a look at excuse me want to have a look at how things are animated and what the process is going about it stick figure master is a, a really really good choice that's s-t-i-c-f-i-g-u-r-f-i-g-u-r-e-m-a-s-t-e-r all one word dot com so that's my first recommendation a little bit of art and animation for you because you know we like to keep things creative on the holidays don't we we like we don't want to just sit a kid down well we do want to sit a kid down in front of a series that goes on for maybe 17 hours um but that's exactly what we want to do but we shan't we'll try and keep things a little bit creative and we'll try and keep things let's stick with the creative arts for our next one okay let's have a look at this next one here Oh, and what we have here is an oldie but a goldie. It's Chrome Music Lab Songmaker. I've talked about other music apps in the past, but this one is massively accessible in regards to ease of use. Uh, some, uh, you know, GarageBand or Soundtrap, those kind of those kind of apps, there, there is a learning curve. It takes a little bit of time to get used to how to learn them, where to put things, how to get the right, uh, how to get the right instrument. You know, what is a what is a quarter beat? I, I do a bit of music myself, but I don't know any of the terms. So forgive me, the music teachers out there. Um, I know about quavers, um, uh, both cheese flavor and the new prawn cocktail flavor. <laughs> um, and I know I don't really know anything else. If you have uh, a kid who's interested in music, wants to create their own music really easily, and it, this is literally as easy as running your mouse across a screen, 
basically Chrome Music Lab, the song maker, you've got a grid line screen, you've got boxes, and you choose your instrument, you choose your beat, and then basically you use those boxes, those boxes create a note in whatever instrument is being used. Um, it's really, really simple. It's really colorful as well. Uh, you can, I mean, this would be appropriate for children from from three years up, to be honest, because anybody that can use a mouse or touchscreen can use this particular uh, program. And it's just a really, really nice way of introducing uh, kids to kind of uh, digital music making tools such as MIDI tools, such as sequences, samplers, and so on and so forth, but in a really simple, colorful fun satisfying way and as an activity you know like you say you need you need, you need to get a, a coffee and a biscuit after they've invariably had an argument at lunchtime so you want to keep them you want to keep them occupied and chrome music lab song maker is a really 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 good way of doing it um you may use it in the classroom as an introduction those of you that teach music uh, i would it's not bells and whistles guys it's not kind of you know, there's no auto-tune in there. You know, you can't go up an octave or down an octave or any of those kind of more advanced features. Basically, what you have is you have a series, uh, you have a grid, you put, you press your mouse or you press your button on the grid, it gives you a note. And then you can end up creating things that actually sound good. I mean, I was just, I was sat there with, uh, with Herc and I was just kind of, I was just randomly pressing the mouse down on the page and making these colorful patterns. And I turned it on and Herc said, oh, that's all right. And for Herc, that kind of that kind of praise is gold, absolute gold. So yeah, so um, really nice introduction to music making. Chrome music lag. That, sorry, let's start. Let, let me. Like I say, it's a Sunday. It's hot, and I've only had like two and a half coffees. By the time that I start the show, by the time I press that start button on our little Podbean Live. Oh, by the way, if you want to join the conversation, um, you can join live here at the Podbean Live. Uh, studio as it were you can also uh, contact me via twitter at t-s-t-a-r-k-e-y-1212 if you want to share an app that might save the sanity of a parent during the holidays or if you are stuck for an activity at school in these uh, last couple of weeks you know uh, animation is great you know music making is also a really really nice idea as well uh, the link for that and i'm putting i'm going to try and put the links down in my twitter feed as we speak and i said you know oh yeah i said i could uh, um i said i could really i do really well with um multitasking kind of lied because i forgot to do that um but if you have a look at the my twitter feed at t starkey 1212 i'm putting down all the links to the apps that I've mentioned. Um, I'll also, at the end of the session, um, hopefully be able to put all the links that I mentioned in the description of the download of this particular podcast as well. Trying to keep it as accessible as possible because ding, 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 ding. Accessibility is incredibly important, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's my accessibility message for this particular uh, show. Um, so, uh, yeah, we've had stickfigurmaster.com for a little bit of simple animation uh, for some really nice colorful music creation music lab is a great option um so uh, let me just write that in you know like i say you know 
trying to get as much as we possibly can in <laughs> in as little time as possible. So I'm trying to get up. Ah, oh, it's like you know, it's like a, it's like an airport. It's like an airport lounge at the moment. There's so many screens going on in this place. Okay, let's uh, put that on. Put that in. Okay. So um, we've talked a little bit about the creative arts in our first two choices. The next uh, choice is now. I think this is really creative me. Um, I mention quite a lot of apps, but one of the apps that I most mention is TT Rockstars. TT Rockstars is a um, game uh, that allows students to learn their multiplication tables. And from what I've seen of it, massively effective. So I thought, is there anything else like that for one of the things that I see as a bit of a, um, a bit of a gap in the market when it comes to uh, a skill. Um, I've mentioned this before, uh, touch typing. In my personal opinion, touch typing is incredibly important. If we taught touch typing in schools uh, parallel to handwriting, I think it would be of a great benefit. What we would lose, who knows, you know, it's not my, uh, you know, I'm not a teacher anymore, so I don't have to think about that. I can just make these grand proclamations now like everybody else does. Like, we need more of this in schools. And everybody's like, yeah, but what are we going to get rid of? It's like, it doesn't matter. I don't have to worry about logistics. So, um, yeah, the next one is um, is a really nice a game along the lines of TT Rockstar. Um, it's called now. If I, I'm trying to get, uh, I'm trying to get the right name here because I want, I want to direct you because this one's so much fun. My typing speed is atrocious. For someone who works in technology, it's it's an embarrassment, an absolute embarrassment. Um, it's why I use dictation. Uh, I use dictation software primarily when I am typing, or dictating, or well, you know what I mean. Um, I use dictation software because I speak a lot faster than I type. But I thought, well, maybe I need to kind of learn how to do this a little bit faster. And um, I like video games, me. So there's a wonderful video game out there that uses real-time competition in a, uh, a race, um, a kind of a car race, a rally. I don't know very much about sports motorsports but basically what we have is nitro type uh nitro type n-i-t-r-o-t-y-p-e dot com nitro type is a nice way to try and get yourself motivated or get a student or a kid motivated in learning how to type and you know what what better what what better activity uh over the holidays would it be to get your kid to touch type or to type faster well there's oh god there's so many what am I talking about? But the good thing about this particular app is it sets it in a game. You can, there's real-time competition. You can um, basically, you know, the flag goes, you type a phrase as quickly as you possibly can, and you try and beat the other people who are playing, who are, um, uh, in many cases, real people who are playing the same game. I like that. Although I'm, I'm, although I'm kind of a little bit of a hippie at heart, I am quite competitive. So if anything's going to boost my typing speed it's knowing the fact that i'll be able to beat like colin from Aberdare, you know and it's going to really hurt him <laughs> he's going to be he's going to be crying onto his keyboard good good i'm glad colin that's what you get for it's a really good game it's um it's a kind of a flash game type thing very simple graphics very simple idea but a real real good way of motivating somebody uh, especially children to learn how to type that bit faster. Uh, so nitrotype, www.nitrotype.com. 
gamingspeed.com. If you like games and you want to improve uh, your typing speed or your kids' typing speed, you could have a family type off. Can you imagine? Can you could, could you imagine the kind of the animosity that would lead to in my, the, anim, the animosity that would lead to in my family? Um, I'm not sure how it is in your family, but my family are quite. In, in fact, all of them are quite competitive. Um, uh, yeah, so it would lead to many, many an argument, but we would all be better typers for it. So that's that's great. So that's my next one: a creative way of presenting um, uh, a way to in you know to improve on a skill that perhaps is not necessarily in kind of the forefront of everybody's mind when we're talking about any kind of skill. I find it quite important. I can't do it very well. Touch typing. So nitro type, uh, really, really good way of trying to get a kid to improve their typing skills. Um, uh, or, uh, also, forgot to mention this at the top of the show. These, all these uh, different apps that I'm mentioning, they're all free. Um, some of them have to have a, you have to have a sign up. Some of them uh, you need to sign up to use to their full function, functionality. My goodness, Thomas, are you making up words at this point of the of the week? Functionality, yeah, for full functionality, uh, you need to sign up in some of these things. But apart from that, there ain't no money uh, having to go out. So that's always nice and abundant. And also, they're easy to find. You know what you don't want is you don't want to try to you know you think to yourself, oh my goodness me, I I need to have that half pint of uh, you know cider before I, I I before I start battering the rest of the day. Um, um, you want to be able to find this stuff quickly. All of these are available, freely available on the web. I've checked all the links. The links work. You just press on it and off you go. Um, anyway, right, let's have a look at our next one. Should we have another drum roll? Uh, yeah, let's have another drum roll. To be honest, this next one isn't exactly drum roll worthy and does not have very much educational value, if I'm going to be completely honest. But also, it was my kids' favorite of everything that I've listed today. So let's have a let's let, let's let's give it let's give credit where credit's due. Huh? So the next one, excuse me, I just took a swig of uh, took a swig of coffee whilst the drum roll was playing. I thought we'd finish it by the time the drum roll finished, but I did not. Well, apologies, you can tell I'm not professional. Uh, the next site um, is a really, really nice one. It's fun. It's nothing. It's nothing else but fun. A little bit weird. A little bit of a time waster. Fairly captivating for younger uh, children to use. It's called Find the Invisible Cow. Yeah, yeah, and um, that's it. You have to find the invisible cow. I know, right? As a concept. That, that's the thing that intrigued me. I, th I saw this and I thought, that's, that is an intriguing concept. How do you find an invisible cow? Why are they invisible? How did they become invisible? Why was a game made out of this terrible, terrible state of affairs when a cow was made invisible some way, somehow? Um, it's, a, it's, it's a nice little game, basically. It's a nice little game. It's an audio version of, a, um, it's a, the, uh, we don't have it so much in this country, but Marco Polo. Uh, the game where you listen to someone and try and find out where that person is by the sound of their voice. That's what you do in Finding Invisible Cow. You listen to, the, you listen, <laughs> just thinking about the concept. And I'm like, what, how, why? Who, who came up with this? Um, you listen to, you have a blank screen, a white screen with nothing on it apart from your own pointer. And then um, if you place your pointer somewhere on the screen, you will be, um, you will be met with, someone saying cow 
different rates and at different pitches. The faster and higher the pitch rate of the person who is saying cow, um, that's the closest that you are, the closer that you are to the cow. I, I told you it didn't make very much sense. And I told you it didn't have much educational value. But seriously, this this one, uh, Herc was loving this one. I had to I had to pay I had to play find the invisible cow for about ten minutes. You know, it's really not a ten minute game. You know what I mean? But still. Just really fun for a bit of silly fun. If you're in the holidays, you think oh, I had a bit of a sit down. Chuck, find the invisible cow at your kids. Um, uh, really, really, really simple, nice and easy. It's at uh, find the invisible cow or one word dot com. Because if it wasn't, what would they be playing at? You know, <laughs> if it was somewhere else. I, I still I don't understand why I don't understand why they had somebody saying cow rather than the cow mooing at different pitches. This is the kind of thing I think about when I find stuff like this. It's like, surely, surely you would have the, the cow mooing rather than somebody just saying cow, 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 cow. Um, uh, word of warning, the actual uh, saying of the cow word, whilst people are looking for it, can be quite annoying. This is one of those ones that you give to the kids in a different room, and then you retire from that room, and you shut the door, and you go and you have a biscuit because you do not want to be listening to somebody going cow, 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 cow all the time. You, you really don't, because that wears pretty thin pretty fast. But anyway, finding invisible cow, just a bit of fun. Doesn't, you know, not, not, you know, not serious, just something to, something to kind of, it's a distraction. It's a short distraction for when you need a short distraction. Um, my kids love it, but that may say more about them than it does about the actual uh, online program itself. Um, okay, so uh, what we're going to do at this point before I go any further is uh, I'm going to introduce the news and uh, a word from our sponsors um, because we've got a fair bit to get through and also I want to just type away and uh, let people uh, who are following on the Twitter uh, let people um, have the actual names and as I say I'll put the names at the end and the uh, download description all this stuff like I said just fun easy to use don't have to worry about it put it in front of the kids for 10-15 minutes just to give yourself a little bit of a break um, so I'm just going to play the news and then we will be back with a whole bunch of other stuff This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.witherslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Imagine a world where you were free to focus on sparking curiosity in your students and giving them access to the awe and wonder of learning. A world where you were supported to deliver a truly personalised education to help all your learners achieve their potential. No need to imagine it, because that's exactly what the Oxford Smart Curriculum Service delivers. Seamlessly integrating curriculum, resources, assessment, next steps and professional development Every component of Oxford Smart is connected and working to provide you with a uniquely coherent and responsive service that empowers you and your students with transformational effect. 
The Oxford Smart Curriculum Service. When everything connects, anything is possible. If you have a passion for education and a talent for teaching and learning, the Witherslack Group want to hear from you. Join them as they open an incredible new school in Essex and be a founding teacher of English, Maths, Science or Primary with multiple leadership opportunities available too. As Teachers Talk Radio partners, we know how much they care about the well-being of staff and their offer to you will be superb. To find out more and apply for a role, visit www.withaslackgroup.co.uk forward slash careers. This is Teachers Talk Radio, and this is Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. Young members of the Margate-based Lived Experience crew joined with students from nine schools across the country travelling to London to raise the alarm over the UK's plastic waste problem. The trip to Parliament came after pupils took part in the Big Plastic Count, a citizen science project launched by Greenpeace UK, a non-profit organisation Everyday Plastic. The count involved some 100,000 households, schools, community groups and businesses across the UK, counting their plastic packaging waste, recording the different types they throw away, and entering their results into the campaign website. The campaign aims to convince the government to take more action to cut plastic production, ban plastic waste exports and transition to refill and reuse alternatives which are affordable, accessible and appropriate for all. Union leaders have warned newly appointed cabinet ministers that many teachers and nurses will quit their profession in the coming weeks if public sector pay deals are further delayed by chaos at the top of government. Patrick Roach, General Secretary of the NAS UWT, has written to the new Education Secretary, James Cleverly, asking for publication of the review body recommendations for teachers. Roach said it was essential that agreement was reached as soon as possible, so that teachers did not leave the profession before the beginning of the new school year. What is important is that the process is not kicked into the long grass. We must ensure that full consultation takes place and that teachers get what they deserve. This has been your latest Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello, over the next few episodes I'm going to discuss connections, so let's get wired or not, as the case may be. The plan was to do this in order of most essential, however a chicken and egg question came first. What is the most essential connection, the internet or your display device? Without the internet, there'd be far less interaction, however, how does this compare? to the ability to display your screen to the class. I asked you on Twitter and at Elizabeth J. Rowan was the first
first to answer with I'll hasten to add the most popular choice, the internet. There's 1001 ways to present or display information. I couldn't agree more. And talking of more, at more to learn question my question, asking why do I have to choose? Showing the expectation we teachers have for both. However, when asked to choose, the answer was the internet and give me a whiteboard pen. So let's talk about the internet and the difference it makes to teaching. We have a connection to the biggest network of networks at our fingertips, indexed by powerful search engines that return results in seconds, even ranking them in an order of likelihood of them containing the answer we are looking for. Obviously, we need to swerve adverts and fake news from time to time, but what a resource we have. For those of us willing to admit they were around, 20 years ago, teachers were still transitioning from chalkboards. Every teacher was in the process of getting a laptop, the projector was on a trolley you wheeled into the classroom, and social media didn't exist. You couldn't just take a virtual tour inside a volcano or go on an interactive 3D journey through the digestive system, have a guided tour around a highly secure Google storage facility, drop a jelly baby on a map, walk around the coast of Spain, Italy, or Australia. The internet has brought us all of this, and harnessing, filtering, and presenting its power to our pupils has become an art that we have had to master. So here are a couple of tricks you can use to keep yourself organized. Control plus D bookmarks a page. But did you know that if you make a folder of bookmarks you can right click and open all. All of your bookmarks in that folder open as new tabs. This is great if moving from one lesson to another on a different topic. If you use a lot of YouTube clips and websites, Wakeless is a great way to organize collections of links and clips. It's free to make an account and you can share collections via links with pupils. I'd like to finish with a question. Do you know the difference between the internet and the World Wide Web? Tune in next week to find out. Why not get in touch at TT Radio 2022? Follow us and tell us what you want to know about tech. I'm Steve Woods and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Um, so yeah, we're talking about uh, all these different things that perhaps these apps that can help us survive the summer holidays, those of us with big kids, or perhaps we can use in the classroom, maybe on these last couple of weeks where the curriculum gets a little bit freer. You know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to cast any aspersions. No, when I was a teacher, I'd put the video on about a month from the end of term. But, you know, um, this is a quite a nice way to kind of give the students a bit of a distraction, a little bit of a breather from the curriculum that they may be doing. So our next, our next, um, our next app is uh, once again a. It's an art app again. Uh, art is quite big when it comes to these kind of digital tools. So. Bong. So the next app uh, that we're going to look at today is going to be called. Well, it's not going to be called. It is already called. It's called Quick Draw. Quick Draw is um, uh, one of the things that I think is quite useful about Quick Draw is that what it is, it's a. Uh, it's an app that is trying to learn. It's another Google app. And when people mention Google and learning, it can be a little bit, ooh, and I can understand, I can understand the hesitancy sometimes with that kind of thing. But uh, quick draw, what you do is that you have to try and draw something that it suggests in a limited amount of time. And then the app, uh, the artificial intelligence or algorithm or, you know, Skynet type technology tries to guess what it is. And if they guess it, you win. And if you don't, um, you just think to yourself, maybe I'm not the best drawer in the world. Um, but um, in uh, reality, it's quite a nice way to get kids to think about how to make sure that any kind of graphical representation that they make, any drawing can be easily understood. 
and it also puts uh, it also puts you on a time limit so you've got that pressure as well um it's another it's a really really good kind of uh, quick fun um game that has a little bit of art at its heart as it were oh a bit of rhyme in there on a sunday evening pretty good um so yeah it's nice it's fun you can easily access it at uh, quick draw one word w i t h g uh sorry quick draw one word dot with google dot com uh just a just a doodling a doodling uh, learning tool um that where you can try to make the ai guess exactly what it is i tried it and i it told me to try and draw a helicopter and i thought i did a really good job of drawing a helicopter but you should have heard some of the suggestions the ai was coming up with you know mosquito fence i was like how the how is that looking like a fence a uh, small man i was like what <laughs> you know uh, perhaps my artistic skills are not as good as they should be so if you uh, have kids and those kids fancy trying to make an ai understand exactly what it is that they are drawing uh, just go to quickdraw.withgoogle.com and you can have a go at drawing something that may be identified by the ai um uh, it wasn't in my case. No, no. It, it basically guessed everything but helicopter, to be brutally honest. But I've never been that artistic in, when it comes to those things. I blame I blame the mouse that I use. I think uh, it's it's nothing to do with me. It it got the kids. It got the kids drawing straight off the bat. You know, <laughs> I was, yeah. I, was not, I won't say I'm jealous of my own children's skill, um, uh, and I often take credit for it. But unfortunately, I was like. Ugh! Damn it! Uh, I hate it's like competitive thing again. I hate getting beat by my kids, you know. But yeah, uh, so nice, fun. Uh, turns uh, it turns the um, kind of communication of pictures into a game, and that's really, really nice. That's really, really, really kind. Of, it's fun, you know. It's fun. You do a little bit of drawing, a little bit of art. Uh, you know, jobs are good. Em. All right, let's have a look at our next. Uh, our next suggestion. Um, there is a fair few. We might get to the end of the show just through the suggestions, which is kind of what I had planned, if I'm going to be brutally honest. It's hot. It's Sunday night. You know, it's kind of getting late. Uh, I'm running out of coffee. Um, so I don't want to... I'm not 100% sure if I want to get into the serious part of this when it comes to screen time and stuff, because it, it might be a bit controversial, to be honest. So um, let's, uh, let's see how we get on, and we'll see if I can uh, try and make a good one um so uh, if we have a look uh next on the list uh on my grand list of tools yeah ah oh, this one's a good one well I, you know i say good one i like this one um as i said not everything has uh much educational value and this is another one of those ones it's not as irreverent as invisible cows or um or drawing pictures for an AI to guess exactly what it is, but it is quite. Um, uh, I I have uh, you know I have uh, I think many t like teachers and ex teachers have a certain amount of anxiety um, uh, during the day, so um, this is very good for that. I thought, but if you have uh, kids, if you have students who are looking at creating um, something quite pretty and beautiful, something quite. Um, something quite dazzlingly uh, 
aesthetic. Um, this website's called Gravity Points. It's at codepen.io forward slash AKM2 forward slash full forward slash AGARW. And I'll definitely put that one on the Twitter list uh, when I have a little bit of a break, when I can figure out when the news is getting back on. Um, it is basically a um, uh, an art stroke science um easel where you create gravity points upon a um upon your screen and then those gravity points affect the small dots that represent i think stars around the gravity points and you can make the most beautiful patterns absolutely yeah absolutely gorgeous stuff uh you know and i'm uh and i'm and I, I was looking at it and I was like, this is really, really nice. You know, this is really good. So we have, uh, so yeah, um, that's uh, once again, you know, if we think about, uh, if we think about kind of educational value about these things, perhaps not the most educational value, unless you want to have a discussion about uh, gravity. That's always fun. Um, and you want to have a discuss uh, about space sometimes or if you just want to if you just want your kids to create something that's actually quite magical looking really really nice then uh gravity points is a great one at code pen io or just put gravity points two words uh into your google browser because it's a fairly popular app and so it will come up fairly uh quickly so um as we move on uh we have had stick figure master our animation tool we've had chrome music lab a simple uh music creation system we have nitro type where we use a car rally to try to increase writing speed we've got find the invisible cow where you find the invisible cow we've had quick draw where we quick draw certain images and hope that the ai guesses them correctly and we've had gravity points which is a a mixture of science and art and can create some beautiful patterns in regards to gravity and stars so let's have a look and see what's next on the list um if we think about now did i have a link for this one ah yes i did i did um the next, the next one is the most explicitly educational. Uh, yeah, the most explicitly educational of the apps that I've mentioned. It's the only one that I think that actually kind of markets itself as an educational site, whereas everything else I've just thought, ooh, ooh, that's interesting. I wonder if the kids will like that. And the kids will be like, yeah. And I'll be like, oh, well, I'll put that on the list. Whereas this one is um, an educational website and has been built as such. Now. For me, since I've not been a teacher for a fair long while, so a lot of you might know all this about this one already. And this is one that I would explicitly recommend to use in the classroom if you get the chance. It's called FunBrain. Um, FunBrain is a website that has many, many, many different sections on many, many, many different um, uh, subjects. Uh, the one that I look specifically at www.funbrain or one word .com, um, was uh, the Earth because my lad is is quite interested. My eldest, the boy, is quite interested in the earth and how the earth is put together, the mantle, the crust, all these other things that I learned only this morning so I could sound slightly more um, intelligent. Um, but they have lots of really, really good resources, lots of really good interactive tools. Um, the stuff about the earth's crust, you can have a look at the earth's crust 
uh, or have a look at the earth through history. You can see how continents have were once together, how they've changed. You can have a look underneath those continents and see what happens. It's just a really, really good, uh, really, um, really concise, well-presented learning tool. And I just thought, I mentioned that, I, I said that I was going to just look at kind of nonsense on the internet. I didn't say that. Uh, it's kind of what I meant. I was like, I just, I just want to have a look at fun things that you can chuck to kids for five minutes so you can have a coffee. But um, Fun Brain was one of the things that kind of popped out um, as a little bit more explicitly educational. Because, you know what, some people aren't looking to just put their kid in front of a screen for a little while. Some, you know... Uh, and, you know, God love you if you're looking to try and educate your kids during the summer holidays as well, because that's that you, you, you're real heroes if you're doing that. Um, uh, yeah. And fun brain um, is one of the ways to go. And when it comes to that kind of thing, um, just really impressive, some really nice resources. Uh, the things that I look at looked at were free to use. I don't know whether um, I don't know whether they are actually free to use for the whole package. But the things that I looked at, that crust and mantle and other other words to do with like the, the earth geography, um, that was free to use. You could have a look at that. And it, it's going to keep an inquisitive mind. Um, it's going to keep an inquisitive mind active for a fair while, I reckon, for a fair old while. So that was that's like my my one one explicitly educational recommendation on what is supposed to be a fairly educational podcast so that's um <laughs> that's what i go for so for those of you that are looking for projects or things to keep uh your kids um occupied that might have more of an ex uh, more of an explicit educational value to something along the lines of uh, find the invisible cow that's definitely the way to go um yeah so let's have a look and see what else is going on so away from the games fun brain we have lots of activities but back to brains this is one that i um this is one for the older students i think um it's called the evolution of trust it's at ncase.me forward slash trust um it's a game that uh helps people understand the evolution and the uh, explicit use of trust when it comes to well human interaction and i was like oh oh that's deep man that's deep and it's so deep in fact that i probably wouldn't understand it in any other form as than a very fairly straightforward video game but what it really does is very simple aesthetically it's very simple but when it comes to the ideas behind it, it's very, very, um, it's very, very intriguing. So you start, um, uh, you choose whether you're trustworthy or untrustworthy. You choose whether to cheat, whether to not cheat. And you look at what these choices uh, mean to other people. And I'm like, yo, that's, that's really deep. That's really, really deep. And it's accessible. And I thought, you know, what, what a good way to spend 15, 20 minutes with, a, with, with your child or with your class looking at some of the reasons that people give to give for being uh, trustworthy or in fact not trustworthy if that is your choice. Um, to be honest, I went for not trustworthy straight off the bat. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just rob these people because there's games where you give money or you pretend to give money. And then the game itself kind of evolves into looking at the general 
the general kind of ideas behind trust, behind commerce, behind sharing, and so on and so forth, all in a game, ladies and gentlemen. Me being a big gamer um, and talking a little bit about that a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, these, this is one of those things where you can overlay some of these really, really uh, deep ideas when it comes to philosophy or when it comes to... Um, commerce in a really simple accessible fashion that everybody can have a go at i learned something and for me that's kind of like way out of left field me actually learning anything you know what i mean and i was like oh i understand and some of the answers as to why people use why people trust people why people lie um they're very very interesting some things that i hadn't really thought about before um but if you put that in front oh that's it's oh uh, uh, this one's not for the smaller kids um, not because it's rude or anything. It's just that some of the ideas are fairly, you know, fairly developed. You know what I mean? So, you know, this is key stage three onwards, this kind of stuff. But it is a good introduction to some of the philosophical questions of our time, especially given uh, things like trust and cheating within our own parliament. Oh, you see what I did there? See what I did there? I was, oh, look at that. Bringing, bringing in current events into my show. Boom shakalaka. Look at that. Awesome. All right. Okay, so next one. Um, if we have a look at, that's kind of from the sublime to, <laughs> to sublime to another form of sublime, actually. Uh, the next, uh, the next um, app that I looked at, today was something called and i have i'm going to have massive struggles massive struggles trying to pronounce this it's patatap patatap hey yeah that's it it's called patatap um it's another music creation and visual creation tool so simple so effective looks great basically go on to www.patatap that's p-a-t-a-t-a-p see i did that that was really professional sounding wasn't it p-a-t-a-t-a-p dot com and basically it turns your keyboard into a music creation device where you press a key, that key has a certain sound. And along with that certain sound, there is a certain graphic and you can make things that look and sound beautiful. And that is well worth a kid's 15, 20 minutes as we try to get through, as we try to get through the day when our children are at home with us or as we're trying to get through the last couple of weeks in schools and other educational things. You think to yourself, oh man, there's a computer here. Have a look at this. You know, I know you're into music. Have a look at this. See what you reckon. You can direct kids into something that, you know, that might they might find fantastic. They might find really, really interesting. And once again, ladies and gents, easily accessible and free on this here Internet of Things. So Patatap is the next um, uh, recommendation by, uh, well, me and my kids. So, um what we're going to do is I'm going to have a go and see if I can get this music up because if I can't then um, I'm going to be well well unimpressed with myself let's have a look see um, but if not I will uh, consult people better with be much better knowledge than myself and we'll figure out a way to get the things up that we can uh, yeah no, it doesn't seem to be playing very nicely at the moment but not to worry so patatap I can say it now. Seriously, I do. A, you may it may not <laughs> it may not seem like it, but I do sometimes practice these uh, these here podcasts. So patatap, and I couldn't say that for love nor money uh, about an hour ago. 
but now I feel like I'm going to oversay it because I can say it. Um, but yeah, pat it out. Really good. Just a simple, straightforward music and visual creation tool. It doesn't take any learning curve. You press a button, you get a sound. It looks great on a screen and you just go from there. So, you know, music creation, you know, doesn't necessarily have to, you know, you don't necessarily have to sit your child in front of a musical instrument. You can, you know, uh, and, you know, not wanting to, to extol the virtues of sitting your kid endlessly in front of a screen. Sometimes there are things that will help them. Uh, I know for a fact that a lot of students struggle with music creation for traditional tools. It could be due to mobility issues. It could be due to having a lack of interest. Um, it could be due to the fact that they're a ukulele and you look at ukulele as the devil's work um, <laughs> for any of those reasons. Um, you know, but you can sit a kid in front of a, a keyboard, say, press that button, see what happens. And you can watch their eyes light up as they, you know, create something. I mean, I'm not guaranteeing that it'll be something good. You know what I mean? Going back to the ukulele thing, it's never, it's never guaranteed that it's anything good. Or, or, you know, recorders. Ugh. Anyway, um, but what it does, it gives people options. It gives people options in regards to music creation. It gives kids options in regards to music creation. And, you know, with all of this stuff, you know, we've got music creation, we've got arts, we've got uh, nonsense with cows, we've got animations. There is nothing stopping you from having a go at this stuff. We've got. I had a blast absolute blast doing a research for this show it was just like oh that's that's just really really fun you know and i think everybody needs a bit more fun in their lives especially during the holidays when sometimes you know certain responsibilities can seem like a bit of a chore but you know yeah so pat pat really really fun um just a, a nice way of creating music and visuals really really fast and easily um so let's have a let's see what else is on the list Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So the next one, um, this is a little, uh, most of the stuff that I've mentioned so far has been quite accessible, right? Has been quite kind of like immediately accessible and you can just uh, carry on. You can mess about with it. Next one's slightly more developed. So this is for older students, older kids, um, those of, of, of an artistic temperament, as it were. Um, and it also, it, it kind of falls in with my own interests uh, when it comes to writing. Uh, so this one is called, he said, giving it a big up and then not actually remembering what the name of the thing was. Oh, yeah. It's called Fontstruct, F-O-N-T-S-T-R-U-C-T. And you can find that at Fontstruct, F-O-N-T-S-T-R-U-C-T dot com. Um, it basically allows you to create your own style of font. And I just thought, Oh, what a, what a wonderful idea. What a great way to give kids an insight into something that perhaps we wouldn't even think about, you know, um, as a given. You know, I mean, when was the last time you thought about the person that made the font that you use on your computer? Um, uh, speaking personally, I haven't. But, you know, you might have done that. You know, you're different people. Hang on. You know, I won't judge you for it much. But, um, yeah, Fontstruct, what it allows you to do, it allows you to... Uh, create um, using a pixel-like um, uh, artist board. Uh, so for those of you that, that like 2D gaming, um, pixel art, that kind of thing, and it allows you to create your own font. And you can create, create your own font um, and then use it. 
you know you could write write an essay using a font that you yourself have designed i think that's really really cool my kids were a bit like oh yeah that'd be right good but you know what where's where's the cow where's the invisible cow dad you know what's all that about what what i have to work I have to work at it but if you have a student who's interested in graphic design if you have a student who's interested in the way things are put together when it comes to the digital world uh, if you have a, a students or children who are interested in that kind of uh, that kind of crossroads between you know design and digital you know this is a fantastic way of kind of allowing and remember and get, getting people i mean it got me to remember that in fact there are people behind these things that we use on a computer on a daily basis font struct build your own design build your own font i'm going to have a go at it but i i i assume it's going to be the ugliest thing that has ever been seen by man you know i'm i don't have uh, my wife my wife has a fantastic eye for design and you know she she can she can pick out something it just looks so cool uh, whereas i'm like you know my stuff looks like uh, you know it basically looks like i've just I've, I've just not closed my mouth properly whilst i've been eating and it's just landed on a page most of my artistic endeavors i like that and that leads very neatly as a segue into my next recommendation should we have a drum roll this time i don't see why not let's let's uh Let's let's because this is one of my favorites because of my lack of artistic. Hello. All right. So um, I'm not artistic in regards to drawing. I wish I was. I look at other people who can draw and I think that is one of the skills I would love. You know, um, I would love to be able to take from my brain and put it into my hand and then somebody look at it and say, oh, that's that. And I'll be like, yeah. That's what I imagine the artistic kind of process to be. I'm, <laughs> I'm probably way off. I'm probably way off. But even so, um, uh, the next uh, the next recommendation that I have in this case is something called AutoDraw. Um, www.autodraw one word com seems to be designed particularly for people like myself who do enjoy a bit of drawing every now and again, but don't have really very much skill in doing it. What you do is it's a, it's a, it's kind of, it's a paint program basically. And you draw something. And as you draw the auto draw algorithm will try to identify what it is that you're drawing and give you, um, uh, suggestions and shapes and pictures that you could include in your own drawing. So if I'm trying to draw a house, you know, and it looks like, it should be in red crayon, um, and I look like it's. It, look, it looks like it'll be drawn by a two-year-old. You know what I mean? It will do. I, I've got no people like. Oh, don't be so hard on yourself. And then they look at the picture and they're like, oh my god, what? what? <laughs> so, um, if you have a student who enjoys drawing but may not have at that point in time the skill when it comes to um, the creation of something, of creation of art. Auto draws a nice way of giving them a bit of a step up, giving them a bit, a bit of a heads up, giving them a bit of help when it comes to drawing. So you draw something, uh, a house, and then it will give you, it'll usually, unless you're terrible like I am, it'll give, it usually guesses what you're trying to draw, give you some shapes or gives you an actual picture of a house to include in your drawing. Um, now, if I was an art teacher, I might be aghast by the fact that there's something that is taking your art replacing it with something that they sh that should be something different but then you know uh at least it would look like something 
rather than my terrible scrawls. I don't know. I think there's there's definitely there's definitely a discussion to be had about this particular app. You know, I don't mind a bit of controversy on my show. It means more people are more people are listen to it. You know what I mean? But um, uh, but having said that, um, do you want to put artistic endeavor into the hands of an artificial intelligence? Oh, that's a good one. Hey, hey, that's a good that's a good idea for a later show, isn't it? Anyway, um, auto draw for people who like drawing but aren't particularly. Here's here's who it worked for. It worked for Herc because Herc loves drawing, but he's not particularly confident. Auto draw gave him a little bit of a a hand in regards to you know just uh, drawing something that he was pleased with the results. He's seven, uh, so um, it was it that in that way it was quite nice, and I quite like it. So I mean, there's definitely there's definitely a conversation to be had, but you know what. I, this is basically just a, li- a list of apps today, so we're not going to get too heavily into the uh, the whys and wherefores of uh, all sorts of different issues. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I mean that's a that's something to think on. But yeah, I liked it. Uh, my youngest liked it, so it's in. You know what I mean? So auto draw. Uh, a uh, nice way of giving yourself a bit of a hand when it comes to making sure that you draw something that actually looks like something. Um, next on the list, and um, oh, this right, okay. I'm gonna. I, I'm not being funny. All right, I'm. I'm not gonna lie this time. Um, <laughs> uh, this is. This is more from me. This one. This, this. I know. I said this is about you know giving giving kids something to do. Uh, you know, occupying the time and making sure that they've got something uh, that you can um, that you can use with them. But I saw this and I thought, oh, this is so cool. I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna put this in anyway. Uh, this is this this is an this is a, an online web page called Hacker Typer. Now, do not be worried by the fact that it uses the word hacker because it ain't anything to do with that. What it is, right? And it's a uh, hackertyper.com, H-A-C-K-E-R-T-Y-P-E-R.com. Um, it's, it makes anything you write look like code in like a 1990s techno thriller. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. That's all it does. You, can, you, you just tap anything in. It doesn't matter what you put in. And what comes out on the screen is like this really advanced looking code. Um, that you know that if somebody was walking past you you think they tra- you were trying to like break into norad or something that's all it does and that's all it does and if you press alt alt three times a big access granted pops up on your screen <laughs> and so you can fulfill any dreams of being like a a, a 90s a hacker by um just going to hackertyper.com uh, and just just having a go, you you, you have a go, and it, you'll you'll understand exactly what you mean. What I mean, because it's just it's just hilarious. It's just hilarious. You you could be at work, and then you you have your have your have your have your manager walk past you, and it looks and it looks like you're in um, it looks like you're Matthew Broderick in War Games, and they'll be like, "What on earth are you doing?" And you're like, "Just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it." <laughs> so no, not particularly one for the kids that. But if you just fancy a bit of a laugh. Um, that's a, that's one of the ways to go, one of the ways to go. So, um, yeah, so let's have a look and see what else is here. Looking at the time, 
and this is quite impressive. I don't think we're going to get to the serious stuff, but I'm going to try and get that those that news and the uh, and our sponsors up at the end. Um, oh, okay. So I said that there's a couple that are explicitly to do with education. Font, um, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. Um, uh, Fun Brain was one of those. Uh, this is another one. It's called Storyline Online. Storyline Online is kind of the American version. And that's uh, uh, Storyline Online, all one word, dot net. Storyline Online is kind of the American version of Jack and Ori. Um, uh, and it has the same it has the same format where you have people reading children's books uh, and I really really like it I like the kind of Jack and Ori template um, I I think I owe BBC or CBeebies my sanity for when my children were growing up but um, uh, yeah but uh, yeah so storyline online one word dot net uh, is kind of the American version of CBB's story time at the end of the day. Um, you have uh, different people, many famous people, reading different children's books. And I just think, you know, if you don't have the time or you don't have the will sometimes, let's, let's be honest, sometimes it's the end of the day, sometimes it can be very tiring looking after kids, um, uh, you can put one of these on. Uh, I looked at uh, a really nice, um, a really nice story called Arnie the Donut, which was really good, uh, and that was read by Chris O'Dowd, the actor and comedian. And um, and it was really, it was just really, really nice, really, really nice. You have actors reading children's stories with great expression. The stories are followed through uh, themselves. Um, key stage, uh, key stage one, key stage two. When it comes to that, this kind of thing, if I'm going to be honest, uh, um, but just a, a really, really nice uh, bank of stories that, if you are struggling to find time, you can put on, and I am fairly sure that they'll be uh, enchanting for uh, kids of uh, quite a lot of ages. And to be honest, I found them quite enchanting as well. I was very, uh, I was very invested in what would happen to Arnie the Donut. And his millions of sprinkles, you know. I was like, "Oh no, what's going to happen, Arnie? They better not eat you, Arnie. I swear." But yeah, really good storyline online, all one word. dot uh, net, excellent resource if you have younger children and you want uh, have stories read to them. I mean, they're as simple as that. Okay, so uh, we're getting to the end of our list at this moment in time. Um, I cannot believe it because I thought this would go on forever, but it's not. Um, I think I might hold a couple back for Tom's tech tips in future weeks because it's always good to have uh, it's always good to have uh, something up your sleeve if we were if you're going to um, if you're going to keep these things and you know I've done some research today so I'm not I'm not giving up on that you know absolutely not giving up on that so I think what we'll do is we will um, uh, we'll leave that uh, we'll leave a couple of them because a couple of them are grouped together in quite a thing last we'll do a couple we'll do two more and then we'll leave it at that how, how what do you reckon yeah okay tom that's a good idea no thank you very much audience um i'm glad you like it so uh the next one back to an artistic endeavor um the next one is called weave silk that's a uh, 
w-e-a-v-e-s-i-l-k.com weave silk is just a really really nice um uh, a really really nice kind of digital easel to create really pretty pictures on i say pretty um what i mean is like you know visually appealing easily to create kind of uh just give it a go yourself give it a go because it's really really accessible uh, students and kids can use it straight off the bat. You just need to be able to um, use a mouse or use a uh, use a pointer, um, and it just creates these kind of really impressive uh, wave-based pieces of art that you can then share on social media, or you can download and even have them as kind of decorations. I'm actually planning on putting one of them that I did earlier that I won't share with you because. Um, uh, you know, you might laugh, but uh, this is what I'm talking about. As someone who's not massively artistic, um, you can create something that's really, really eye-catching, and I like that as a way to give confidence to, as a way to give confidence to people who may not be the most uh, artistic or confident people when it comes to this kind of thing. I mean, if I can create something that looks half decent, then anybody can create something that looks half decent. And if you've got kids, it is quite mesmerizing the way that these pictures kind of unfold on your screen before your very eyes and you have certain control over it. And that's quite important because what that means is that, that you know, that uh, in this case, kids of any age or students of any age can create art with very little effort. And I'm not, you know, I don't always think art needs to be uh, a trial or a toil. I think sometimes it's just nice to put your finger on the screen and then create something that looks pretty, pretty amazing in my, in my opinion. So yeah, that's, um, so that is the kind of the last of the apps that we'll be going through today. Now I did say that I'd put all these apps on Twitter. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do that a little bit later on because, um, there are so many of them. There are absolutely so many of them uh, that it might take me a little bit of a while but um yeah so let's have a quick summary of what we came up with <laughs> we <laughs> there ain't no there ain't no we here it's just me sat in the attic on one of the hottest days of the year sweating and talking about apps that will get your kids to leave you alone for a couple of minutes but hey you know would i have it any other way no i would not so Here's the list so far, and the list that will be the list for the rest of this session. If you want to have a tryout of any of these things, as I mentioned at the beginning of the um, at the beginning of the podcast, all these are free, readily available online. Uh, a couple of them you have to sign in, but not that many, if I'm going to be honest. So if you think to yourself, "Ah, oh, well, that 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 kind of fairly garbled description that that guy gave of that particular app." sounded quite interesting um yeah give these a go so what we have we've got stick figure master which was a simple animation tool that let you animate fairly straightforward 2d characters really straightforward really accessible and gives you an insight into uh, various types of animation uh, more traditional to in fact um uh, more modern kind of digital animation really really nice free to use great um chrome music lab song maker uh, just a simple way to create a tune using a grid and using buttons on that grid. Colorful, straightforward, and you come up with a fairly decent end product as well. So if you have kids who are interested in music, Chrome Music Lab, Song Maker, 
absolutely great choice. If you want your kids to learn how to type uh, faster, or if you want to give your kids a project over the holidays, you know, you could say, all right, okay, you learn how to touch type or you learn how to type faster, you know, and you want to kind of, you want to try and encourage them to do that. Nitro type is a competitive typing game where you can race with your friends to get a piece of typing done. And I just think that's a genius idea, to be honest. The game itself is fairly straightforward, fairly easy. Uh, I say easy, I can't type, so it's not easy, but it's fairly, it's easy to get into. Um, and it can go, it might go uh, quite a way to increasing typing speed, which I think is a critical skill. I really do. I think it's a critical skill. I think everybody needs to be able to type fast, especially in this day and age. Um, the next one is the the the, the kind of uh, the silly one, but I, I, you know I, my kid's favourite was find the invisible cow. You have a blank screen, you have a cow you have to find. There's a voice that says cow, and you have to follow that voice to try and find the cow. Don't know why, absolutely don't know why, but my kids loved it. We have quick draw. Quick draw is where you draw a suggestion made by the AI, and the AI will try and identify what that suggestion is. Um, uh, my kids did it brilliantly. Uh, my helicopter was identified as a mosquito, um, a stick, fence, uh, you know, just terrible. Just goes to show you the skill level that I have. But yeah, just a re re kind of a fun way to think about how to represent something in visual terms. Gravity Point um, was a um, uh, an art creation tool that looked at, uh, has science behind it where you put uh, points of gravity on a screen and that affects everything else on the screen including stars and other points of gravity and it's really it's just really really kind of almost hypnotic to watch so if it's hypnotic for me it's going to be hypnotic for the kids so that might give you a couple of extra minutes to have a quick read of today's headlines or whatever it is before the next bout uh the next one <clears throat> Oh yeah, FunBrain. FunBrain is a, a specific educational platform, just has some great stuff. I had a look at the Earth Handbook. Uh, as a former geography student, can highly recommend it, just really engaging. Um, if you want something that's a little bit more educationally based and you can do longer projects on it, that is the way to go. The Evolution of Trust is, um, I would say fun, but it's a thought-provoking game simple aesthetic game looking at why people may uh, cheat or why people may trust each other in this day and age i think it's incredibly pertinent uh patatap now that i can say it is a simple music and visual creation device where you press a key on your keyboard and a sound and an image will come up and you can create a series of sound series of images and it's like being a, an electro music dance show then we have font struct where you can create your own style of font if you have students who are interested in graphic design this is a really nice um really nice way or students who are interested in thinking about some of the things that go on behind the screens that they're using on a day-to-day -day basis is a really nice idea auto drawer is a drawing package that allows you to create something then gives you suggestions as to what you're trying to create and gives you options in regards to uh, pictures, shapes. So for those of you out there, or students and uh, children out there who may not be uh, confident in drawing, it's one of the ways that you can get them to try and create something and be happy with what they're creating. 
hacker typer uh, is a fake coding and hacking sim- hacker simulator to prank people. That's all it is. That's not necessarily an educational thing. It's not actually necessarily something that really should be in the list. It's just I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious. I think it's great. So that's at hackertyper.com. Uh, pretend to be Matthew Broderick in war games. Uh, Storyline Online is the American version of Jack and Nori, basically. Uh, we have uh, really good storytellers um, reading really good uh, children's stories, uh, very charming, very well done, um, and just one of those things that you can put on for kids of certain ages and they will be enraptured. And then, yeah, I think that was basically it. Oh, sorry, the last one is Silk Interactive Generative Art at weavesilk.com. Just a wonderful way to create images that are uh, fantastic looking, wave, wave-like patterns, different colors, very beautiful and can be shared and downloaded and i think that downloading thing can be quite important where you have a physical product of something that you have created online always a nice way to go um and there we pretty much have it uh that's the list for the moment um if i think of anything else i might well do a kind of re a reissue of this show um a, a little bit closer to the holidays for all of your guys all of your heroes in the state schools because having a bank of this stuff is so helpful if you are if you come a cropper if you've got a little bit of time between activities that you'll be doing and all that kind of palaver uh you know your kids are kicking each other underneath the dinner table and all that uh, all that um just throwing them some of this stuff just to have a look at can be really really useful however However, there's always a however bit in my shows. I do apologize. Um, we do have 15 minutes. So I think sometimes um, I think sometimes in certain quarters there is a guilt that is felt by parents, carers, um, in relation to screen time and children. Don't get me wrong. I am convinced that, a, uh, that screen time, uh, unfettered screen time, uh, and long periods at, in front of a screen can be harmful. Um, not just for children either. Seriously, uh, since my new role where I do spend around about four, five, five and a half hours in front of a screen per day, could even be more to be honest. You know, physically, you know, my back's killing me. I, you know, I've got to, I've got to go get new glasses and all that kind of thing. But but for kids especially. Some of the things, what I tried to do when I was coming up with this list is I tried to find things that were not um, purposefully addictive, uh, that were not, uh, that would only really hold the attention for a short amount of time at best, um, apart from perhaps some of the, um, some of the kind of uh, explicitly educational apps. Because I do believe that there is a danger of giving over a certain amount of parental responsibility to a screen and that can never lead to anything uh, good however however yeah this is a two this is a two however show boom yeah it's going we're going through the looking glass people that's what we're doing um i don't think people should actually be feeling massively guilty when using some of these tools i think that kind of guilt can be self-defeating um as parents educators from all walks of life sometimes you need a break 
you know you know sometimes you know and i and people say oh well you need a better does that mean that you really love your children of course you love your kids of course you want to be with them but it is knackering it is absolutely knackering sometimes especially during the holidays um uh, teachers with parent uh, teachers with parents hopefully everyone's got parents um parents or parent teachers um i think are, are very attuned to that kind of guilt that might be felt if you know you don't fill your students days your kids days sorry with you know joy and wonder during the holidays but i do think in small doses and uh that there shouldn't be guilt when it comes to you know whacking your kid in front of a screen for a limited amount of time you know it's just a way of being able to take a breather that's how i look at it you know yeah of course if you if you're letting your kid watch whatever or use whatever or all that you know with no no kind of checks or balances yeah of course that's going to be that's not going to be great but this kind of this kind of guilt behind you know letting your children use screens hopefully today i've kind of given you um a fair few pointers towards stuff that isn't necessarily completely mind warping maybe the cow thing invisible cow uh, i uh, the only thing that's that's warped there is the people that made it in my opinion <laughs> it's like where how do you come up with an idea like that it's like oh what can we do oh we're gonna make a we're gonna make a time killer online what's gonna be it's gonna be about i don't know cow uh, cows invisible ones oh oh that's a good idea we'll get the cow to moo and then you'll try and find no no we're not getting the cow to moo we're going to have somebody say cow repeatedly and then you'll find them that way so who thinks of that who thinks of that? <laughs> so yeah so some of these may not have inherent educational value but they might have a value in the fact that maybe they give you a bit of breathing space and uh, you know especially with the holidays on the horizon that kind of thing is going to be so important so important doesn't mean you love your kids any less just means that you're going to be able to recharge a bit better so you can look after them a bit better think about it that way you know um i ain't saying put your kids in front of a battlefield 2042 you know put kevin who's four years old into a you know zombie death kill simulator or whatever i'm not saying that at all but what i'm saying is that if you use something if you use something sparingly or if you if you're smart about use then you know screen time can be a way that you can get some time back for yourself and oh my goodness me that is incredibly important incredibly important you know i've talked about kind of like the uh, you know i've talked about the domestic side of these things um you know as uh, would it be viable just to chuck one of these apps at kids in school probably not you know if i'm going to be honest probably not but you know teachers are parents too so sometimes it's nice to kind of try and broaden the horizon as much as you possibly can um uh, I had a couple of messages. Um, EJ Rowan, thank you very much for your concern. Yeah, we, we lost we lost the feed a little bit at the uh, kind of the midpoint of the show. Um, at doing absolutely fine. Didn't know, don't know what happened there. Still can't figure out the music or the news. Um, it's probably something that I've done to be honest, as it usually is. Um, but no, didn't actually. Thank you, thank you for that. Checking up on me. Cheers. That's that's really actually really really nice. Um, also. 
yeah, uh, yeah, it's, 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 we're doing okay. We're doing okay. I mean, my blood pressure is absolutely shot, but we're doing all right. Um, uh, yeah, there's been a couple of requests. Uh, where's that? Where's that list then? <laughs> oh, my adoring public. Uh, yeah, I, what I'll do is I'll get on that list on Twitter at T Starkey one two one two. That's S. Uh, sorry, that's not that. T S T A R K E Y one two one two, and I'll put the list after I've closed down on this particular show. Um, in that all total, there's about fifteen different things that can be used in lots of different subjects. And I think, to be honest, I had such fun finding this stuff today that I might carry on and see if I'd like create some sort of database or something about all this kind of stuff. Um, because yeah, you know, there's good things. There's good things out there as well. You know, uh, yeah, if you don't know already, I'm a little bit of a kind of techno cynic, which is um, strange given my role. Uh, but um, uh, but uh, it's it's. I just think sometimes uh, teachers, especially because they have education in the forefront of their mind, uh, you know, they're busy. Then the, then the six weeks comes along, and as any parent, you know, looking after kids is difficult. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, whoa, you know, you end up, you're spending like all day, every day with these, these, um, these tiny little sociopaths. No, no, I joke. I joke. My kids are beautiful and lovely. I, I love them. I love them dearly. I love them dearly. But um, letting them on uh, something like the things that I have uh, mentioned today, it, it's just a way of giving yourself a break and you're allowed, you know, you're allowed to give yourself a break. This stuff is really, really cool. Um, I wouldn't have included it if it wasn't. Um, you know, I've had a lot of fun using some of these things. Chrome Music Lab's been a great laugh. Yes, Invisible Cow's been fun. But some of the other things, uh, some of the games, I mean, my typing speed has increased to like three words a minute to four after having a go at Nitro Typer. And that's, you know, that's all to the good. That's all to the good. So um, what I will do is I'll make sure that the list is... Uh, uh, sorted. Uh, I'll make sure that it's all on um, very soon. Um, and uh, apologies uh, for anybody listening that got cut off uh, at some point. Uh, it's not exactly what we want to do. I'm sure that there'll be ways that we can try and sort it out in the edit. Hint, hint, uh, Mr. Rogers. Um, but uh, once again, uh, you know, apologies for that. I want to keep things fairly smooth, you know, fairly smooth, you know, don't, you know, don't want to don't want people getting too comfortable like you know what I mean? <laughs> but anyway um so uh it's sunday night it's uh roasting but it's still light outside uh if you are not already uh if you're not already preparing yourself for sleep please do you know i mean you know don't 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 be don't be stressing too hard on a sunday yeah those of you that are still in school you're almost there um you know, I know for a fact that we, that I am incredibly grateful for everything that teachers do. So hopefully this, this episode has gone a little bit to give something back. And when I say something, I mean a bit of time, you know, a bit of time. Uh, chuck one of these apps at your kids, see what they like. And maybe it'll point in direction of other things as well that they might be interested in. Whether it be invisible cows, music making, you know, artistry, graphic design, um, or pretending to be a hacker, <laughs> you know, um, it might give you an idea, give you a little bit of a heads up as to what they might be getting into in the future. 
So uh, thank you very much for listening, those of you that listen live. I had a really good total listening live. I hope I didn't cut out too many people. Um, I'll have a look at the comments and try and answer everything I possibly can uh, this evening. And I will hopefully be here again on the 17th. So that's next Sunday night. Um, uh, we'll be talking uh, unless I have a massive change of mind, which is a fairly, it's a fairly regular occurrence, if I'm going to be completely honest. Um, we'll be talking about virtual reality and the use of virtual reality in schools. Because um, uh, I talked about that, like, way, 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 way back before we had things like the Oculus. And now we do have things like that. Uh, I, th I think kind of virtual reality could become a little bit more real, as it were, uh, very, very soon. But anyway, thank you very much for listening. I'm going to let you go, get yourself some sleep, and I will hopefully see you again next week. <laughs>